0: A lot of fallout um, that we've been watching, certainly on Bill C-18 and Bill C-11. And if you don't know what these are, these are two of the worst laws uh, we've seen passed in quite a while, all sold on the premise that this is about updating the Broadcast Act. And this would give the CRTC, which is the overlord of all broadcasters, and uh, lay out all the rules, it gives them authority of the internet. And at the beginning of all this, uh, they, they said, "Well, we can handle this challenge. We're going to hit the ground running." And then I think, in what could be having you know been entirely predicted, they've now announced a two-year delay on any and all changes to the broadcast side of things. So essentially, broadcasting, whether it's radio, TV anything any of those decisions now have to be completely frozen in time, because this regulator can't figure out how to get these new duties you know, in control. They can't do, I guess, I guess they can't walk and chew gum. Peter Menzies is a senior fellow now with the Macdonald Laurier Institute, but was a former publisher of the Calgary Herald and a previous vice chair of the CRTC. So maybe he can explain what is pretty much unexplainable. Thanks for joining.
1: Hey, it's a pleasure as always. Uh, Thanks for having me on. I
0: I saw this headline last week and I thought, are you kidding? They're putting... All of the changes to broadcast for two years, and people might go, well, I don't care. But we're talking about, let's say, uh, let's say our little station here decides to apply for an upgrade to a license that will allow us to broadcast into a certain small market. That now would have to be delayed for two years. It's, it's not a small thing because, no offense, but the CRTC is already really <laughs> slow. Uh, but, but what is this? How, how is this possible?
1: Well, it's too much work, Um, and the size and scope of Bill C11 was, as you said in your introduction, um, always going to be problematic and predictable. Um, If the to achieve some of the goals in C11, if they really wanted to go after, basically they kept saying this is just about making sure that you know uh, big big tech streamers pay their fair share. Then they should have just restricted the bill to that and said, okay, this. We're amending the Broadcasting Act so it will now apply to online streamers uh, to be defined as anybody who brings in more than 100 million or 50 million or pick a number mm. um, and uh, in revenue in Canada um, and you know carve it out. Um, but and CRTC is trying to do that, but it's going to take like a couple of years just to carve out who they're after <laughs> because of the, the the you know the the, the government didn't just put them in charge of, you know, streamers making more than 100 million bucks. They put them in charge of the global Internet. Yeah. And now they have (laughs) to carve out the portions that, you know, that they can uh, digest. And in in order to do that, now they've basically thrown radio under the bus. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I noticed. Nonetheless, I mean, there's a lot of really big things going on. I mean, the industry is going through some incredibly challenging times. I don't need to explain it to you. Advertising revenues down. I mean, there are a lot of challenges. And so when you hear that things are going to be delayed for two years, I mean, what does this mean? There are telecom, um, you know, companies merging right now. There are companies trying to make decisions whether it's radio stations. Uh, you know, Bell wants to get rid of small market coverage. Like, there's so many moving parts in this. Um, And there are a lot of smaller players who don't know what this is going to mean for their future after spending 10 years of building maybe their online content. So, you know, what does this, what, what does this mean? I mean, these two, these bills, these updates to the broadcasting act Peter have been put together so badly and rammed through and the damage in the bigger picture is far greater than the benefits of what I think we're getting out of it.
1: Well, and that's, that's, that was always going to be the problem with this, right? Because it was kind of like, if you, if you looked at the, at the broadcasting landscape and the overall online landscape and the film and television landscape, film and television were having great years. You know, even CanCon, I mean, Can-Con spending yeah. was up, and yeah. overall with the foreign investment, there were more, there were jobs, jobs, jobs. But some segments of that weren't satisfied and thought, okay, well, we need to bring the internet into scope and that sort of stuff. But I don't think anybody, I think everybody was very naive. Mm-hmm. They might have been well-intended, much as I might have disagreed with their purposes. I'm sure they were well-intended and thought they were doing the right thing. But when you're trying to make something better, the first thing you need to make sure you do is make something better and not make it worse. And there's great risk. Uncertainty is always bad for business. It stops investment. As you said, if somebody wanted to, you know, there's guys up in Yellowknife trying to get a license for uh for, a, for, a, for an FM station. A weather station or
0: maybe keeping people up to date with fire threats, anything. You know what I mean? Like there are things
1: yeah. happening. Yeah, I mean, I I, yeah. I kind of got, the, you know, short-term renewals on uh, television licenses and, yeah. and the BD uh, cable licenses, satellite licenses, which they did earlier in August because I thought, okay, they're trying to figure out where the film and television um, network, uh, you know, film and television Playing field might change, right? So, let's just put those on hold. And they have said, in cases of emergency, they'll hear something. But like you said, if you want to expand, you know, get a repeater into a different market, if somebody wants to file a complaint against you, if if uh, somebody has a smooth jazz license that's just killing them, mm-hmm. that doesn't work out anymore, and they want to change it to an all-news or a you know classic rock. Uh, format they're stuck with they're stuck they're frozen that's in cra- time and,
0: that's crazy that's you crazy. know
1: the crtc said at least two years
0: at least which means probably six years if we're lucky but let me just ask it's you peter because we've got be more
1: longer you know that
0: yeah. well yes yeah, so it will of course it will um having said all that there's even more coming in the fall because they want to do further um overloading of the internet and and so there's still more that they're trying to push through, and I think a lot of it's political. I think they wanted this fight. I just don't think they give two thoughts as to, to the costs uh, that it would in, you know, incur.
1: Oh, you, uh, are you talking about the online harms, though? Yeah, I mean, how,
0: how are they going to yeah. get that you know, rammed through? I, I think that's probably the worst of them all.
1: Well, yeah. If you think yeah, if you think the online streaming act C11 was contentious, and if you think the online news act, which is really really in the ditch C18, um, talk about doing more harm than good uh, C18. But now, yeah, online harms is going to come up, and that's the one. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's where it really gets tough. I was just looking, you know, like uh, uh, the the British are about to uh, pass their version or their latest version of an online harms act. Um, I think it's a third reading in their house of commons coming up and, you know, they don't have a charter of rights, so they can push into the area of freedom of expression much more aggressively than hopefully we can, you know, people can in Canada. But there's some really stark examples. There were some people charged in Britain last week for some admittedly hideous comments they'd been making to each other about other people. They were racist and, and and that sort of stuff, but they were in a private group chat on WhatsApp, right? They were not publicly posted comments. They were, you know, so in, in Britain now, they're monitoring your private conversations and those guys, are, they think they have a court date for later this week. Um, so those are the sorts of things we're looking at and probably, you know, you're going to see a lot more censorship uh, online by the platforms themselves in order to, which essentially acting as a proxy for the government or to avoid getting into, into trouble with the government. So yeah. the days of uh, being able to freely express your opinion online are, uh, you know, have been closing and they're pretty much coming to an end.
0: Albeit if there's a change in government, Peter, maybe that government will rip it all up, but uh, one can hope. Appreciate the You never uh, know. Yeah, let, let's watch, keep an eye on it. It is very consequential, so I appreciate your time.
1: Hey, no problem. Keep your chin up and carry on.
0: That's uh, good advice from Peter Menzies, who was the uh, previous vice chair of the uh, CRTC. Uh, again, raising the warning flags, which have been ignored throughout this entire process.